Hello everybody and welcome to episode 53 of Competitive Magic with the Carnies. I'm your host from Italy, Andrea Mengucci, and joining me we have Javier Dominguez from Spain. Hello everyone. And that's it. That's it. Anthony is not with us today. He is do, do, doing a very serious thing for the podcast. He's uh, making a great episode about Standard Golgari, uh, the deck that he... Uh, top hated worlds with so we're gonna do like something similar to what Javier did with Pioneer Rakdos so if you're interested in Standard and in Golgari definitely check that out it's gonna come out this week Javier did you have any like fun joke about why Anthony couldn't be here I or? did actually that's that's so mean oh, wow. I actually did I had a very good one to be fair but it's oh, gonna be do you no I do you want to do it again no I don't want it again no let's go on but okay. you know you're so mean <laughs> No, I'm sorry. I'm Let's sorry. go. You, you, had, you had the reason ready for it. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, some yeah, things happened go. this week, though. I mean, it's been a week. Yeah. Uh, some, yeah. Something happened and something else didn't happen. They, in fact, uh, didn't ban anything. Everyone was like, oh, they're going to ban so many cards in modern. My wish list is them to ban like 25 cards. But, you know, as, uh, as me and you uh, predicted uh, last uh, last week. Or, I don't know, maybe just uh, in our Discord. But yeah, nothing got banned. Every Magic format is all right. And uh, yeah, surprising that. I mean, I will have not... I, I will have liked some Pioneer Shakes, uh, whatever. But I think formats are fine. Definitely there's like somewhat a concern about like the Scam deck being a little bit too good. Which, I don't know how you feel about that. Um, but maybe... I, I think it's also like a fine best deck. Like obviously the grief hands are not great, but I think a deck like Scam being a best deck is much better than a deck like Tron, you know, being the best deck. If you or amulet or, or for color beans. For color beans. Yeah, or even for color beans. Yeah, because for color beans, um it's a deck that has some issues that there are similar issues to the Yorian deck, right? Like, the time, you know, the deck is very slow, whatever. I think a deck that's proactive and mid-range and flat across matchups or whatever, it's probably the best uh, the best t type of, like, best deck. Anyway, uh, even though I think Scam is, like, a little bit too good for, you know, probably, like, the health of a format or whatever, especially in, like, in hands of a, on a, good, a good player plotting the deck. Um, I think the fact that it's a good best deck is probably keeping it alive. Like, I think the Scam was you know, four beans or amulet, uh, I think it will be banned in this ban. But I think because they actually like this kind of decks to be... T I understand why, like... But I think that's why it's still there. Yeah, I feel like uh, Scam is uh, clearly the best deck. It's going to be number one this month as well in my power rankings, and no no, no denying that. It's just that um, the classic talk is, uh, if you had to ban it, what would you ban? You don't have a clear answer in that. And... Uh, even if you ban it, what are the cascades? So you know that, you know, Living End, Amulet Titan, and uh, um, Yogmoth and Tron, these are like some very good decks that are doing very well in Modern, and they all have a bad Scam matchup. So, you know, if Scam would be banned, these decks maybe just become too good. Like, how does the metagame shape up around that? We don't know, and when in doubt, I believe just uh, sticking up to the uh, actual like win percentages and just... If the if if a deck doesn't uh, dominate too much, there is uh, it's it's okay to keep it around, especially in a, a format where magic cards are expensive. So you're banning grief, you know. You're I mean I, I, Anthony isn't here, so I'm happy to uh, mention the monetary aspect. MTG you know, finance. Magic. <laughs> yeah, and just I hate bannings because they just uh, rip up. Uh, money from people uh, uh from people uh, wallets and um so yeah this is this is my take and I'm, as long as the deck isn't very oppressive i'm always against any 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 bannings well also they don't have like very strong reasons to ban anything like if there was a protor in a month i honestly think they will have banned something they just like not too many reasons to ban at this point from what because the form like i think it's kind of close and I would be surprised if it was not, like, kind of close for them also. Like, the deck, the, the scam is... Like, it's been a while since we had an actual Bezag in Modern, 
hasn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So the fact that we've, I mean, we had a lot of like, you know, Mortad is the best, Ranus is the best. Yeah, I guess since Loros maybe, but it was not even that close. But yeah, maybe maybe since Whiskey Shadow with Loros, right? Like, you know, it's been a while. So, you know, that's definitely, this is definitely a situation where there's a dominant deck finally modern. And that's probably also, not great, but, you know, also there's some I would say that it. whenever like Merktide was very good or even uh, Yorian Omnath was very good, these decks were also maybe like even hard to play. So like there was a lot of actually uh, play skill involved in the same people doing well with the same decks, whereas Scam is, you know, a, a much easier uh, deck. Uh, in modern, definitely one of the, um, let's say, if you look at the top 10, one of the easiest architects to pilot. Uh, so, you know, that also adds to the fact that a lot of people are winning with it rather than just fewer people. Let's say same thing can happen with like Amulet, for example. Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's there's a lot of reasons to not ban the deck. I guess a reason to ban the deck is like, it doesn't feel very interactive when you just go to one grief. You know, it feels like somewhat of a soft or one kill sometimes. I know it's not like this, but it's definitely like not the best, best feeling uh, playing the format. And that's yeah, probably something awesome. that might eventually get the card banned. Definitely Grief is the only card that will consider banning at, at this point in in, uh, in Modern. Sure. I think it will be the card. I think we can agree there, right? Like if there was a ban of the deck, it would be Grief. Just because yeah, the problem but... is going to be there. Like even if it's with a family or whatever, like... You're going to get turn one killed with Grief, as long as it's legal. Yeah, yeah. But then again, if you ban Grief, then can spiral into, then maybe you should ban uh, the One Ring, then maybe you should ban Up to Beanstalk, and so on and so forth, Leyline Binding. Like, there's so many good cards uh, that are just pushing every every deck. Like, again, like, the top 10 decks is decks that are very different among them, that they don't share anything. Like, even the card Grief is only played in, like, two archetypes, in, in Living End, and in scam uh, it's not that you know you're banning this powerful card that a lot of decks get to exploit so once you ban those cards you weaken these archetypes infinitely and everything else just is now a problem well so, there's one difference there's one key difference between grief i'm not saying we should ban grief but i'm saying like there's a key difference between grief and beanstalk ring binding bowmaster whatever other cards is the grief is the only one that actually defines the game on tongue one like you're on the draw and the game is going to be defined enough and decided before you even get to play a land. And Grief is the only one of these cards that does this. And, and because of that, I think it's a different discussion. Like, I'm not saying Grief is too good. Like, I'm not saying Grief should be banned because it's too good. I'm saying Grief might be banned eventually, not because it's too good, because I don't think it's better than Binding. I think you have a point there. But Grief is a card that defines the game before I even get to play. And I think I will not be surprised if that's something people get tired of very fast. That's, that's for me an argument against the card. I don't know if you agree there, but it's the only card that yeah, does that. And, it, and again, there is uh, Modern Horizons 3 coming up, and they will for sure be printing 10 tons, and not tons, but like tens of cards into uh, archetype uh, tier 1 archetype in Modern. It's going to be everything new. And as long as the format isn't uh, an, very unbalanced, I, I don't think, again, you should ban cards, especially, <laughs> once again, I want to repeat it, like expensive monetarily cards, un unless, you know, if the format is uh, fine, which it is right now. Uh, but yeah, outside of Modern, so you mentioned uh, briefly Pioneer. I want to also say that in Legacy right now, some people I heard talking about banning Bowmaster, but I think that... Bowmaster is clearly a good card, but the format is now uh, moving around it. You even see uh, Timur Delver uh, coming back, the four-color decks uh, keep on winning. So definitely uh, no need uh, to ban anything in Legacy. Uh, we've seen uh, standard, super diverse, million different archetypes. There's a new set coming out in a few weeks, so definitely no reason to ban anything over there. But what about Pioneer? Because, well, once yeah. again, there is no best deck. First so of all, I, I want to comment on how good the standard was and has been and is. Like, we had Waltz, which is, like, the hardest tournament for a foreman to stand. And they had, there was, like, an infinite amount of decks. And no deck came out of Waltz as the best deck, like, clearly or anything. And there's still not a best deck known. And I think that's pretty good. So, shout out to the people designing the standard, because that's good. Uh, Pioneer. I mean, my issue with Pioneer is, like, the band list is created to such, like, in a way where the non-interactive decks are just among the best. Like, the same way Scam is a fine best deck or whatever, you know, who is not a, a great best deck? 
Lotus Field, you know? Like, <laughs> or Mono Green Ramp combo with Karn or whatever. Like, the fact that these decks are that good makes it so, like, just... If you play those, which is probably correct, often you're just not going to interact with each other uh, half of your rounds because once one of your decks are good, decks are, that are similar but with a good matchup are good also. And we have like this race where you know you end having like combo versus combo all the time. I like the fact that there's combo decks in the format. Uh, I actually did like Pioneer more before, but I, I don't know. I just feel like for me it's a format that's less enjoyable and. Before I wanted Karn out, I'd set it here, just because the card is also going to be a problem eventually, because the more artifacts they print, the better the card gets, so it's going to eventually be too good. But also, I just the format keeps evolving a little bit, but it keeps evolving towards, like, you know, Convoke being better or whatever, but, like, it's still the same issue where all these non-interactive decks are great. I don't know if there's even an... an I guess there's not an easy ban. Like, I, I don't know if anything could be banned. I know... Maybe some advanced could help on this, but maybe there's just like that's just the format, you know. But definitely not not something as clear as modern, where grief will be a ban, but you just decide not to do so because banning grief could cascade into worse format. But I think modern is fine, could be better, but also could be worse if you ban something. So I think it's fine to not ban anything. But pioneer, I mean, I guess it's just a matter of like I'm not liking it much. But do you think something should change in pioneer? You like as it, as it is? I feel like, uh, yeah, maybe Lotus Field is the best deck, but at the end of the day, there's just, it's like too diverse to ban anything once again. And I feel like you should really ban something if it's dominating. It, so I feel like it's kind of the point of Pioneer, just a bunch of non interactive decks. Well, that's right? pretty have, sad you, if you have to play it. You have Cavern of Souls coming out soon, maybe that. Might push five color on uh, humans. Well, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like yeah, you, you should you should ban things based off uh, uh, just a deck dominating. Well, the, this is my there's a the card the kind of card I would like to see in Pioneer is probably like Lurus, uh, like Lurus or Udo or whatever, like something that actually is a payoff to play fair because fair decks in Pioneer are just like not very good uh, because all the good payoffs of playing fair are banned, but the combo kills are not, so it's most of them, of course, some of them are legal. Um, but it's like, I guess that's the kind of car I would actually like to see, but maybe there's too much. Maybe, I don't know, Smuggler's Copter? Maybe, like, it's a car that could help the fair decks, you know, in a way where you're not embedding a bomb like Udo, but you're playing a good car. Because Copter is like, I mean, it's not a modern staple, right? Like, it is a fine car. Like, it's definitely not good enough to broke modern and... It was good in Pioneer at the beginning, right? It was a monoblock aggro or whatever. Yeah, yeah, with night, the night yeah. in Lookout. Yeah, I mean, imagine this deck now, yeah. right? Like, it will not compete against the decks that are legal in Pioneer or whatever. And I think Copter will f help the fair decks quite a bit. I don't know. I'm just something yeah, like this. That's a good point. I, th I think it, my wishlist will have, like, yeah, Copter uh, unbanned in Pioneer, one, probably. Yeah, what, what, when people ask me about what did I expect from this weekend, from this announcement, I said... No bans in any format, but maybe they can unban things. Like, we've seen the unban of Mind's Desire and Preordain, and this card basically did nothing. Like, Preordain is played in Merktide, but it didn't change its position. Like, sure, it got an upside, but... That's a good unban, right? That's good. The only card that plays it. And, like, I'm sure there's more of these in both Legacy and Modern. And as you mentioned, now it's Magus Copter and Pioneer, and there's probably a handful more. So, I feel like these ban lists are just so huge these days. And so many new cards are getting printed every month and just having an impact that if you want to change something, I think it's in the format isn't like, once again, clearly dominated by, by a deck, then you shouldn't ban. You should just uh, restrict something and, oh, sorry, I meant to say unban something. But uh, ban talk aside, the, the, the talk of yesterday of these... Uh, of the announcement wasn't actually the uh, the ban list. It was again the, 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 the quoting the article. It says they're not changing to announce. It's a short article. Eh? <laughs> period, and then it says, um, but we made a change in uh, boosters. So if you've been playing Magic in Paper Magic, you know that there are several different type of boosters. You have the draft boosters, which are the one of one rare, three uncommons, and. 11 common or like 10 commons plus one basics and then you have the set boosters which are the one that people 
buy at the store just because they like to open new pack to you know to support the store um and you know i have plenty of people uh, that i know they just go to play commander and then they you know buy one one, one pack just to again like support the store because they've been there for hours and that's usually the pack you open because you can find the least card you can find two rares and things like that and now they're combining those two so that those are the ones that you're going to use to draft so uh quoting uh, the uh, article um these are called the play booster so it is a mix of the two you're going to use those to draft so even at the pt you're going to have these boosters and uh, what are these? So there are six commons. So from slot one to six, it's a common. From slot seven, it can be either a card that's a common or it can be a card from the list. And there are a percentages of this happening. So you have 87.5% to be a common and then it can be a common, uncommon, rare, mythic or a special guest card from the list. So you have like a 10-ish percent of this card to be a card from the list and uh, what is the list um if you play the the last set the um wilds of a drain in every pack you have one of these like special enchantments well you can consider similar something similar to this so you're gonna have a curated set of cards every set and it's gonna be a card from that special set of card that wizards is going to announce i'm sure before every uh, new set comes out and then you have three uncommons and then you have one rare or mythic rare and then you have one basic land and then you have some uh, a foil and a non-foil quote-unquote wild card so once again a card from the list so wild card means card from the list also are we sure no 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 it could be a card from the list or it can be a normal card once again um something something like that so it's or it could be any, any rarity wow yeah yeah, so you can have, uh, I, I read somewhere that you have a 1.96% of opening four rares in a single pack, That's which so actually I remember doing in a set booster once because I do unboxing because Wizards uh, used to send me packs. And, uh, Must be nice. So, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it is. Um, so, yeah, basically now you're going to have uh, something similar to set boosters, Although I remember set booster to be color oriented, these are gonna be random. By color oriented, I mean the set boosters were designed to just opening, so you could open like seven green card, for example, in the set boosters. It's not gonna happen now with the play boosters. They're gonna be, uh, you know, normal. It's gonna be like again a draft uh, used to sorry a booster that people will use both to buy to build their own collection and to draft. And uh, it's going to be more expensive. Uh, I don't know much. I don't think uh, they said it. If they said it, I have missed it. But um, yeah, so this is the announcement. Um, I don't have too many opinions outside of the fact that, of course, it's going to be more expensive. So if people already don't go to play draft because they are like, whatever, 15 euro or 20 euro uh, in, 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 in Italy, at least, um, they're going to be even more now. And... Um, yeah i don't know i guess magic is getting ex more more and more expensive and this is it keeps on cascading with new announcement like this like they already raised the price of boosters i believe twice in this year so who knows how many times in the in the future i mean you said like people use these boosters for two two things right opening cards and drafting so like they did with boosters forever since like until they put these set boosters, right? Yeah, yeah. So basically, what happened is they, <laughs> they 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 added the set boosters, and then they made this article, which was so weird. It was like, oh, we are seeing how much people enjoy more the set boosters than the draft boosters, and so we are saving um, draft by making. I don't know. There was a bunch of uh, uh, questionable tweets by. Um, no, sorry, not questionable. Uh, what's the word? Um, I don't know. This is like on on Twitter spirals. We need Anthony so. to nail the word. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And we need Anthony because remember, me and Javier are uh, not only born in an English speaking country, we live in an English speaking country. So sometimes our mind says some words, but we don't know. I mean, at least for me, I don't know. The, the, I will say the, the polemico. Right. You know, like polemico. 
yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. Same. Well, there yeah, we go. Yeah. 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 Anyway, <laughs> so mm, I don't know. I don't think that uh, as again, like as a uh, competitive podcast, I guess I already mentioned about the monetary factor of uh, not banning expensive cards. And again, it's not great to make more expensive boosters to draft. But at the end of the day, yeah, it's not much. I guess we could do with um, just the wizards. Most recent changes are often tending to make the game cost a bit more you know like the 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 limited open in vegas i played was 160 dollars so you know it's the game is getting more expensive and these boosters are once again uh, just you know more expensive than it used to be i mean are they more expensive than the set boosters are though should be similar right because it might, it might be similar yeah like in theory you know you might open more rares so it's better than before it's just that some people, like, like not that many people buy boosters just to open. But I know most a lot of people that buy boosters to draft. But again, it might be because I'm a, I'm a competitive player and I'm not, you know, a casual player. So yeah, I mean, this this looks like they basically made these two boosters, set boosters and draft boosters, and they rapidly saw that set boosters were selling so much more. And I think that that actually makes sense, right? Because if you're drafting, you buy draft boosters, but if you're any other kind of player, you are more likely to buy the set boosters if you're gonna buy a booster. Because it's more attractive, you can open, you know, the big the big guns or whatever. So they saw the set boosters sell so much more, they were like, okay, maybe we need to make everything set boosters, but make set boosters in a way where they're still playable and limited. That's what I think is happening here. And if that's the case, like if there's this this huge disparity between Set boosters and draft boosters, which then again, I think it makes sense to me, uh, considering like you know, there's a large percentage of players playing like commander or whatever, like cubes and this kind of stuff. Where because set boosters also you can get like the fancy cards, right? Like the the alternate editions or whatever. I think so. Yeah, like it it makes sense at least on that level. Uh, so they make the set boosters playable and limited. Uh, so we'll see for my. From a competitive perspective, um, I mean, obviously I'm a little bit skeptical, but I did like these, like, special sheets, you know, like, in Eldraine, these enchantments, or in, in, March of the Machi- in March of the Machines, they put, like, one legendary creature always in that slot from other sets, remember that also? Like, yeah, yeah, no. I uh, like those. special sheets. Yeah, sheets. I, 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 I like oh, those well. sheets. I actually like them quite yeah. a bit. Like, I like the fact that every booster has, like, one of these cards, and some of them are, like, different like they're very different they usually cards them before that do not belong to the format and they are good or bad in respective ways and i love that so i think this could be actually very interesting from for limited as long as the the list is curated well the fact i think they actually created this list very well for for these formats i think it will be very very bad if the list is like the same so we have all the same cards and the same bombs in every set then that will be good could get boring very fast. Like also, if there's like a super bomb, you could lose to bomb every format, and you will get sick of it very fast. But I think this could be interesting. Like then again, uh, as long as there's a lot of decent cards there, and not that many like for mana. Oops, I win the game. Like I think those ruin formats unlimited, and I think that that's what I would be scared of. But if it's like a drain, where I mean they had they had like bit of blossom, which doesn't make any sense as a limited card. But anything, anything else was like fine too. Actually, very good. But they were very good cards that you could play with, and again, so they were fun, you know. And also, they were less common, so it was also totally okay. So I think yeah. this could be fun, you know, as long as it's done yeah, well. Which I, I don't know if it's gonna happen, but I think even if it's not fun at the beginning, they might make it a fun like eventually. So yeah, I have a um, thing to say. Uh, so when I mentioned about the foil wild card slot, I thought it was a card from the list. It isn't. So the number 13 and 14, which are the non-foil wild card and the foil wild card, are actually a card from the set. So you only have like a 10% chance of opening a card from the list. Well, so you have, yeah, I mean, even if it was a guaranteed one from the list, as long as the list is well created, it will not be different to the sheets, right? So let's say you do a draft of, of uh, eight players, you have like four cards? No, I guess 30, 36 packs, so yeah. Yeah, it's not a lot. That doesn't seem like yeah. a huge change, you know? Like 
it, it the, the the thing is that you will have more rares because both the non foil wild card and the foil wild card could be rare from yeah, the but set. So you could how likely are there to be a rare? Like a ten percent or no, so? No, no, I know, I know exactly. Yeah, I, I'm I'm sure that is the. Well, this would certainly make sealed worse, even. But you guys know already. I think sealed is the worst format by a lot. Blah 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 because of the rares winning the game. So this is gonna make sealed worse, but. I'm not interested in to seal for that reason anyway, so whatever. Uh, personally, but I think this will make seal worse for competitive tournaments. Like now, if you are 8 0 in a limited seal tournament, you know you're playing against block constructed, this will make it worse because there will be someone with the 25 rare pool or whatever. And I, mean, I don't know about that, but. <laughs> you, I mean, you, you could be. You could, if you go 8 0, you could play against a deck with 12 rares, right? Like it's going to happen if you play in a. 2000 tournament because someone will open a 12 good rare pool but I think sealed is very good for small tournaments anyway I don't like it for big tournaments but for like PTQs or whatever I think they're actually good and this will not change much like if you play a 40 person 5 round or 6 round PTQ sealed in a store this also will not make the format much worse I was thinking of like GPs or whatever where this will be worse but, but like I think this yeah, is but they changed the, the GPs are now standard so. yeah 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 I'm, I'm saying like this will make sealed worse for big tournaments, but this will have a, not a huge impact in like small tournaments in sealed, and this will have also have not a huge impact in like draft. I think like in terms of compared to uh, the sheets, like right, like I mean obviously the sheet also has like a percentage of rares. You could you could open now in Eldraine a bunch of rares in a set if you open the sheet rare. So you know, uh, I think it's gonna be similar. I assume this also will be combined with the sheets eventually. But okay, you need to say I think sheet more long because sheet. Sorry, yeah, sheet. English is hard. <laughs> sheet. Sometimes, sometimes, because sometimes you can say the same word. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, no, a, absolutely. It's a sheet. It's a sheet rare, or it's a. <laughs> I think they are, this also gives opportunity for the designers to introduce like experiment more. You know, like like they can try to experiment with different cost synergies. And if it goes wrong, it doesn't really ruin the format as much as it will with a normal uncommon. Like, think of Senate Flare, for example, from Ikoria. Mm. You can argue that the format will be actually very good without that card, but the fact that the card was there and was like so much better than the rest made the format not very good. If you put mm. this card on the list or whatever, you can see how you can experiment with that kind of design without the backfire being that large. Yeah. And I think that's something they, I mean, I, yeah, I remember in in the house we were talking about these uh, enchantment, uh, and and somebody was like, "Oh yeah, you can go like fairies with bitter blossom," and Cal thought that it was a joke, and then uh, one of his opponent actually played bitter blossom, and you know, and Cal was like, "Oh, Not a I, joke. Th I thought you joked about it. I thought you had <coughs> bitter blossom <laughs> yeah. in fairies." So yeah, that that was definitely fun. The, just, <laughs> The the thing I also lost a bit of blossom at the at the at the sealed GP uh, when seven one in day one I lost to uh, ores of bitter blossom. Uh, Doesn't sound very fun yeah, to me to lose to bitter blossom. It's 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 okay it's okay. I in game two I had the the enchantment removal three mana make a food uh, kill an enchantment. Yeah, and, uh, so. I think this could be fine, right? I think the this also can make good stories. I, I actually think like yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like it's a change that you know it's. Again, it happens. Uh, I like drafting before. I might like it even more. I don't know, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I think it's also a good spot to put. Like, obviously, listen to Beat the Blossom is not very funny or whatever. But like, still, like if you think about it, it's like a mythic on a sheet. It's like not a common or a rare. You know, like it's yeah. If you're exactly. gonna put those cards, like yeah. it's not like graph triplets where you know, like. It was very commonly seen. Uh, this is different. I think, I don't know, I just see a lot of good opportunities here. Also, like, you know, like, all these cars were maybe this rare that didn't see play before, but now it's, like, good because it fits with a set, and suddenly you're having fun with a lot of cards. Eh, I'm not... This could be good. I will not be surprised if two years after we're like, wow, these drafts are great, you know? How did we ever play with without this before or something? So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, um, this weekend there were a couple of important tournaments, the uh, Modern Mox uh, Showcase Challenge and the Pioneer uh, Showcase Challenge. Did you, did you play any of the two? I did, actually. Uh, I, played, I played both challenges and 
the story is it didn't go very well. Uh, <laughs> what deck did you play? Uh, I played Four Color Cascade. Basically, I worked a little bit more on the Spiling Spike deck. I think he actually built a very good one, and I just took that shell, made some small changes, not much, played two leagues or something on Friday, and, and just like played uh, some games. And well, the issue is, I was playing, I think it was 2 1 or 3 1 or something, and it just like misclicked the match away. Like, it was like a little bit rough. Like, I was not playing very focused. I don't know why. Um, I think I struggled a little bit with that. Um, so, yeah, that, that's... I just dropped the 3-2. I think it was 3-2. It could be 4-2. I don't know. Uh, but, but yeah, that was my tournament. The deck felt good, actually. Um, not, like, broken good. But, yes, yeah, like... It's decent against a scam. And it's just, like, a solid deck overall. Um, on on screen right now, I'm sharing uh, the deck. You also like, I believe, uh, I don't know if you three one or four three one or four oh a prelim. Uh, yeah, on... I wanted to redeem myself. I played the prelim like it was a pro tour. <laughs> yeah, and so the, the the list that I'm sharing on on YouTube right now, because again, I don't know if you know this, but this podcast is also on YouTube on my YouTube channel, so you can see uh, our faces while we share things that we talk about. So yeah, so the deck is. A Shardless Agent and a Bloodbird Elf. So that's the Cascade part, but instead of cascading into a Suspend card, we're cascading into actual things, just like we were used to doing, you know, Legacy with Shardless Agent in the past. And, and you're cascading into mostly Up the Beanstalk, uh, which is, you know, a very good card that powered together with Solitude Fury and Leyline Binding can just make your deck go off, and from there you just win with Rock Hard Advantage between... Uh, um, yeah, just more cards, killing everything, and then just eventually win attacking with Blood Braid, Omnath, and things like that. This list that I have in front of me, uh, again, you made some changes to Spike List. Uh, maybe you want to talk us about that a little bit. Like, the biggest one is the Lauren Reveal, I think. Yeah, I mean, he was playing two copies, uh, and he was not playing his Stomping Ground. I found I had some issues with some of the mana sequencing sometimes. Uh, so I just put the card I, back in the deck. I thought, it was, I thought it was playing four because of the commandeer in the sideboard. Yeah, I think it was playing two, but maybe it could be four. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just work in the mana base, honestly. The rest of the deck just felt like he just thought things very well, and I just changed the mana base a little bit. Yeah, but you don't play commandeer, and you play force of negation, so I'm assuming that you side out for, uh, Bloodbird Elf and bring yeah. in force of negation. Yeah, it was like, why? I, I played the, with Commandeer. Obviously, Commandeer is sometimes great because sometimes you win the game, but yeah. also it was like hard to cast in a lot of situations. I was losing games against yeah. like Tron with Commandeer in my hand, and it was like, well, why does this deck play Commandeer? And it was like, because of Elf. But like, well, Elf is not, like, if Commandeer is good, Elf is like not very good either. Like, it's not great anyway. So I might as well just play Force of Negation, which is a a card that's totally fine, like against combo decks or whatever, and I just made that swap, and I think it's yeah, that's this is better, but it's all theory. Yeah, you know, that's some, that's something I noticed uh, when I played this deck. It's like you just side out Fury and Blubber because you're like, oh, you can't side out Blubber Elf because you don't have pitch for Furies. I don't like whenever you bring in first in negation. Most of the times Fury sucks, like against Living Gen, Tron, Amulet. So I'm assuming that that's just a natural uh, swap, and yeah, I feel that. Uh, there's a couple of um, various lists of this archetype that goes around, and I'm sure we have to mention the one from uh, uh, your teammate, uh, Tristan Wild-Larue, who uh, came uh, seventh, whatever, like top eight <laughs> with um, with this archetype. Why, 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 why are you laughing? Because Tristan deck is wild. It's completely wild. It's like 70 whatever cars, 75 maybe, I don't know. Just like a random amount of cars. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 70 cards. And he was playing, um, so my reasoning for playing 70 cards, because it's not intuitive, right? Like, why are you playing 70 cards if you like, really happy to, to draw uh, up the Beanstalk on turn two, right? I think that the reason might be a, a couple. The first one is that there's a lot of expensive cards that are not great to draw in your opening hand, like Time Warp, Brain to Light. So maybe you don't mind delaying the game, like, delaying the, like, I, I don't And then you also have, a land that we haven't really seen, which is Prairie Stream. So, the way uh, often these Omnath decks work uh, is that after you got your three basics, then like every single land you play is either tapped or deals you like two or three damage. 
And that's sometimes a problem. I remember noticing that, especially with the one ring in combination. This deck doesn't have the one ring, but sometimes like it's annoying. So having a, a basic land, basically, that you can fetch untapped, sorry, a dual land that you can fetch untapped in the late game, it's nice. But obviously you can't play this if you have 21 land or whatever. That is actually so, smart, also, right? Like, it's a need. You, also, you know, it happens. Like, we have all lost games because of that. And I think it's another... Especially with Burn. Burn just had a fantastic weekend. I was looking at the uh, modern uh, challenges results, and there's so many Burn. Uh, because, you know, there's a lot of uh, four-color decks, of course. Yeah, I mean, Burn, Burn is actually also good against a scam, or decent, at least. Yeah, I, I noticed that, yeah, you did this thing where you had in your sideboard... Uh, Corfi Walker, two Corfi Walker that you cascade into against Burn, which is uh, something that you can do. You know, I was playing Dranith Magistrate, Sanctifier and Vec. I see you played uh, with Curse Totem and for like it's yeah, it's not intuitive and it's good. I think it's good. I think it's a good. Yeah, I mean, I think if you do this, this matchups like where those cards again just put hate pieces in the cyber and they just become much better because you have a bunch of copies. Um, I think there's a high potential, but. I think this deck might not be good, like, unless you're very fast, might not be good for paper play because things can be very messy to win games. Like, it doesn't attack, it doesn't end the game very well, so it's a little bit of an issue. Yeah, and then we have a very diverse top eight with uh, almost every archetype. You have Four Color Omnath, you have Team Rhinos, you have Burn, you have uh, uh, the winner, uh, Raptor Scam by Kaza, uh, but again, only, only one in the top eight. Then we have Yogmoth, um, uh, we have uh, Amulet, and then we have a deck that I've played today, which is super cool. Came first in the Swiss and then lost in the top four by Shadows. And um, he was playing four Snapcaster Mage and four uh, Flame of Anor. And this combination, actually, I think it's just, it's just great. Like, whenever you do the thing where you go, like, Snapcaster Mage, Lightning Bolt, untap, Flame of Honor, or just Snapcaster Mage, consider untap Flame of Honor on turn three and four. It's just back breaking and you just you know hard hard to lose from that spot. And again, like all the problems of uh playing a deck without um uh a proactive plan is that it's a reactive deck, so you know. I lost, for example, against Blur Murktide because I flooded out as you know this deck plays a lot more lands. And uh, so, you know, playing a reactive deck is never, is never amazing. But uh, as a control deck, I really like this strategy. And it's something that, uh, again, came first in this 10, first in Swiss in this 10 rounds uh, Swiss tournament. So I like this. Do you have any? Yeah, I played against this? this deck in a league, but my opponent was playing also the Woman of Fairy from Eldraine, the 3-3. Okay. So he was, taking, he was taking like a more proactive approach, like making multiple mm -hmm. together or whatever. The Sleep Course Fairy. Yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, there's definitely... I mean, my opponent played in a way where the deck it's, felt, like, powerful. Like, it played well. So, you know, this is maybe decent. Like, the card is definitely, actually, like, very good. The Flame of Honor. Is it enough to justify playing cards like some custom mage? Hard to tell. <laughs> but it's definitely I mean, functional. It's, yeah, I feel like there's enough custom mage was good. The problem mostly was that you have so many three drops. Like, four Flame of Honor, two, two Arc Mage Charm. Snapcast Mage is basically a 3-drop. And this deck also plays Nars. Yeah. So Cure had a lot yeah. of clunky That's hands. true, yeah. Probably like, not good against the scam, I guess. Yeah, and sometimes like you also don't draw a third. Like, on the opposite side of the spectrum, sometimes you don't draw a third land and you basically just can't do anything. Uh, so it, it's, it's, the, it's the control problem, though. Like, control decks have had this problem forever. Like, you play 25 lands and you either... Yeah, but so I, I'm, I'm more of the... Of the Cheaper side, uh, like um, you know, less lands, but again, like a fantastic top eight with a eight different archetype, just classic modern. Again, the winner is the deck that everyone wants banned. Um, Grief, uh, sorry, Raptor Scam by Kaza, um, kind of a just nor normal list, honestly. Like, At this point, like the scam decks are just all the same. Like main deck is like. Fury, Ragavan, Walker, Grief, Ballmaster, Fable, Terminate 2, yeah, you six, have like, like it's yep. one or two slots, and they also like very similar. Like the blue one push. Honestly, like, yeah, I wrote uh, that guide uh, uh, with this deck. I think the only changes of the list was that I play a Blood Moon Main and this one doesn't. 
Yeah, sometimes which, they play Croxa or they play one more land or one or more, the second or more. Like, it's yeah. the deck is the mate, it's already made. And the sideboard already also, like, I mean, sometimes they play a Leyland or they play like a Hearse or something, Leyland. but it's the same, like, yeah. everything else is the same as well. Like, this deck is really like mm -hmm. the Half Mine has mm -hmm. tuned this deck well enough, I think. And yeah, exactly. Whereas, still, a four color Omnath is still up in the air. Uh, we've seen the top eight version without uh, the Lighted Halfling. Which has had a resurgence lately. I've seen a lot of delighted Eiffling, but yeah, I think Optimist Talk is means just like halfing is ciao, you know, bye bye. Because I, the card is just better. Like Optimist Talk is definitely there for like the one of the best engines in in modern. I think I think Spitting Spike said in his Twitter that he felt like Optimist Talk is better than the One Ring in these decks. I think he might be right, uh, but you can also play both, right? And I think the cards. At least, like it's probably close to the one ring in power level and control decks, and that's that's how good it is, right? Like it's just it's just very easy to make a card that draw three or three cards that that's enough to run away with the game, but it doesn't cost like a million, which makes it like you know better helps you hit the land drops or whatever. In yeah. ninth place, we have a true hero as a ninth place back to back and the last two uh, modern showcase challenges, and he's playing his uh, pet deck, uh, Chorus Vengeance, uh, Grace of Brand. Uh, yeah, has one Palantir in the main. All now. right, Mengu. Yeah. I think yeah. I should. I, I want to try this deck, like because he's just been doing very well consistently across a lot of months, right? Like, how good is this deck? According, like, what, how good do you think this deck is? Have you tried it in your channel? Yeah, yeah, I tried it. How good? What is? Mm -hmm. Because he just does well consistently. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's if you look at the cards he plays, is uh, yeah, it's just a lot of good cards, right? You have Leyland Binding. You have. Fable, I mean, not exactly know what are the matchup spread of the deck. Uh, you have the four Ephemerate, four Grey, four Solitude. So you have like busted opening hands as well as a, a decent way to grind with four Fable and three Shadow Prophecy. And you also have the combo with Gloria plus Atraxi Ephemerate on Atraxi, which kind of kills uh, e e everyone uh, when it happens. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's a good deck, but again, as I say, like I, I put this deck in the top fifteen ever since after the PT when when True Hero uh, came top sixteen, and then he proceeded to just do very well every once in a while. There is a, a main event, uh, but just not that many people play it. I believe he also won a challenge last last week uh, with this deck, but again, it's just mostly him uh, playing this. Yeah, deck. I mean, it looks it like a that, hard deck also. So yeah, it's similar to Just Can't Breach. Uh, Back in the like some, some many many months ago, when like nobody was playing it, and then just certain people were doing well with it, and then a lot of people picked it up, it busted, and now it's just kind of well, not there anymore. It lasted for yeah. two weeks. Yeah, it was broken. No, for it lasted. It lasted a while. It lasted. <laughs> it lasted a while. Yeah, I mean, modern is just it is very diverse. Like I just also the games are yeah, yeah. often. Good. I mean, the the way I, I actually like the the modern games. Um, you know, yeah. you get to play some games. I don't know. I think they're interesting. Obviously, they're Again, all new cards or whatever. But like, that's also yeah. And if and if you keep on scrolling down, there's like five hundred people, ten rounds of Swiss tournament. You see, in tenth place, uh, Merktai, eleventh place, Zoo. Like twelfth place is the first deck that is a second copy of Yogmoth. So if and uh, this is why, like, like. Yeah, when well, people like, overreact because they see the Friday night challenge with 70 players having five scam in the top eight, it's like, oh yeah, so many scams. I know, I know, but that's like an easy deck, a famous deck, clearly the best, not clearly, but like... Yeah, it's, it's, it's the best, best deck, it's a, I think so it's just, the best deck, I think it's fair at this well, point. Like, like, let's say you only play, I don't know, draft, and you want to play the, a challenge, you play scam, because... You know, because it's the, best deck. it's the best deck, <laughs> you have a money trader account, and 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 you rent it, you know. So th this is what I mean with like not overreacting to the various results that you see. I this this was a good tournament. I mean, in terms of for the format, but I mean, one day you're gonna see me there and I top it one. Remember when I used when, to top it? Yeah. One of those one like every every season. Now it's just, I just cannot. Yeah. No. Yeah, I, d I don't think, you know, um, I, d I don't think we mentioned it yet, but I guess it's time to say that I went on a vacation this weekend and uh, had a good time in uh, Sicily. Uh, 
no magic for me, but I watched a lot of my friends on Discord uh, uh, coming second in the 64 players uh, draft. In Cube Draft, I watched a lot of those this weekend. It was fun to watch, so... Have you played any of those recently? No, I have not. I took a small breakish, you know, play some video games, do more sports. I've been playing some Magic back. Like Friday, I started to play prep for the mocks, but like I haven't played that much Magic. I keep playing a little bit every day, but you know, I think if I start playing Cube, I will like Cube so much that I will stop doing that more sports again. So, <laughs> so I'm just <laughs> so many Yamoth though, Yamoth. Very represented. I, I mean, the deck is better now with the Cauldron, right? So it makes sense. I think Yamoth yeah. is one of the decks yeah. being kept in check somehow again by a scam. Like, if they ban Grief, Yamoth could be the best deck, I think, by the way. That would be my... It could be. You know, because, but now, yeah. a very good deck. The Cauldron is now a three of in every of these scam decks. Just turning your creatures into Grist is fantastic. And it happens, like, every time I play against this deck... They managed to just do this interaction. But also like Jagmoth, right? Uh, or the Halfling or whatever. Like there's there's a lot of uh, things you can yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Making the yeah. Remember on one game I was playing Merktide. I thought it was like hundred percent lock and never lose because I had uh, like counterspell and a million things. They just activate Cauldron, made uh, their creature into an Halfling, made their Grist uncounterable, killed my Merktide, and the turn after I had another thing uncounterable, but like out of nowhere. Like I didn't expect. Like, I thought my counter spells were just, you know, game over. Instead, they turned their creature into an halfling and make their, yeah, legendary things uncounterable. I believe it was, like, a shield or two. It's a cause, so, though. Like, it's a cause because there's some matchups, like, where the card does nothing. Uh, like, it's not it's like, not making the deck better against every matchup. I mean, if you play against Amulet, like this is not a good card, the game one. But then... Yeah, today I actually played against a lot of Amulets. Uh, yeah, but then, yeah. post-cyber, you can go for the Tron, meaning Fulminator Mage plus... Cauldron, <laughs> and suddenly the card's great, so it just yeah. like it just it just made Yamoth better. Simple. Yeah, I feel like whenever you play Tron, this matchup you need so much graveyard hate. I think I even brought in Tormod Crypt when I, when I played when I was playing Tron against Yogmoth, because that 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 synergy is just unbeatable. Yeah, just like most things, most things don't matter because you're playing Tron. Your best hands have Karn, and Karn makes. Calderon not matter if it's fast enough or whatever and if you don't do anything fast enough you're probably gonna die regardless of where you hate so like yeah but like they, they go like turn two Calderon and then they go turn three Fulminator Mage and they destroy a land but if you blow up their graveyard yeah with on the draw then, on the draw is maybe good yeah can, then you can play magic yeah and you die like it's over like you, you're dead no if you, if they, no, if, no, they I... if they go color into fulminator on the play they just play an orc and you're no lands literally like no but like if you have a graveyard hate like you have relic or ah yeah crit, absolutely yeah you yeah magic. you can beat you can beat the stone rain you just cannot beat all their opponents like being in stone rains <laughs> oh speaking of speaking of this event i saw like zero tron oh one if yeah yeah tron time oh, oh no I mean, if you search for Tron, Tron, you search to the... Ursa. You have to search for Ursa's tower play. You can oh, search right, Tron, right, it never... Right. But still, zero, That's right? That's true. Yeah. Yeah, zero. No, zero. There's yeah. like three Saga decks, and they're like... Oh, yeah, I mean, Tron is definitely not very well positioned right now, uh, but it might come back. Uh, definitely suffered from the uptick of Burn. Like for sure. I think it suffers from the optic of Charmo as well. Like, well, I don't know how many Charmos were there many though. Charmos. How many Charmos were there? You can search for them, but some of them, yeah. Yeah, like this Timur Rhinus player is playing. Team. Yeah, it's like you play Charmo, but then no one plays Tron, and it's like sure. Yeah. I, I don't think it's even Charmos. Yeah. Like obviously, but at this point, no, but like they're not very justified. So many Charmo, even well, you. But like, it's you, different because you also, yeah, but you, you also have three Charmo. Yeah, but the Charmo in Omnath is different because you actually also need it for the Ursa Saga deck, and you cannot play Dress Down. Like you also separate Charmo against like scales, you know. Like it's a different card. It's not like you need the Charmo against Tron. Yeah, but this this Omnath deck can play Dress Down. Like it like, doesn't have the. Yeah, the, I don't uh, think it's Cascadia. very good here. But also, this deck just regardless loses to Tron, like. <laughs> Well, it might not lose to Tron if they play three. Or I don't know. Three. I think I think well, in my I'm experience, saying, in my hate. experience, Charmo out of four color is not great because like it's your only threat that attacks fast. It's not like Rhinos where you just go like Rhinos into Charmo, the game's over. Here it's like sure, you know, like Grand Six and then Charmo and then you know, just Teferi. Like 
it's it's a, it's still obviously good, but not as good as it is in other days. Yeah. So this this weekend I have the LMS in Sofia, so uh, and I don't have that much time because in like two days I have to leave again. Well, you and know what you have to do. Yeah, I want. I, I tomorrow I need to play your deck. I like should say, not uh, play my deck. Definitely I should, not. Well, what should I? What should I do? You th you asking for real? Yeah. Play scam. You played no, well. No, it's the best no. deck. It's just no. yeah. I mean, unfortunately, the, you ask me I what do you want me to say. Like, I'm saying I'm telling the I truth. I can't. I can't play scam. Why well, you can? I signed a. I signed a contract that I cannot mulligan a hand with four spells and three lands. And well, unfortunately, with scam you have to do that. Also and with this so deck, I, though, my, this deck as well. Like if you open like Fury, Solitude, Omnath, you're gonna mulligan, nah, right? It's okay. Nah, it's okay. Nah, it's okay. Keep. No, you mulligan yeah, because yeah. you're not gonna beat most decks. No, I mean, obviously, I'm joking, but like it's just so hard for me to mulligan a hand of like, let's say you have like Thoughtseize, Dothy, Fable, and like the like. This is what I call the Pioneer Rakdos. So Rakdos Cam is two decks. You have like a broken legacy deck that goes, you know, reanimate. And then you have a Pioneer deck that just plays like, you know, Totsies and Blood Tide Harvester Fable. And it, that, that coexists. And sometimes you have the draws of a Pioneer deck and, and you lose to almost anyone. And then, because you're supposed to mulligan those. Okay, so and you're, saying, you're saying you will mulligan on the play that hand? Like Thoughtseize, Walker, Fable, and Bolt? On no, I'm just exa I'm exaggerating, but I definitely felt that uh, whenever I was playing Scam, I was losing uh, like the normal games so often that maybe I was, I was supposed to mulligan those. But at the same time, whenever I open these ends, I just I can't. I, I keep them. So I just, you know, I only win when I <laughs> get like super lucky. Well, someone has told you bad news, it's going to be me because Anthony's not here, but most of the decks in modern, because modern is like this, like you're go often going to be in situations where you have to mulligan fine hands because they're not good enough. That's true for Scam, but also true for Fall Color, definitely true for Tron, and definitely true for Jammoth, where you're going to open a lot of four spells through landers that are stinkers, and you should not keep them. And I think yeah, that's yeah, I mean, fine. When I... When I mentioned what 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 I mentioned with scam, it's obviously like a, an exaggeration. But I, I feel like I don't give the hundred percent when I play scam. Whereas let's say if I play Tron or if I play uh, Omnath, I think yeah, I like I think I play these decks better. I mean, you sound to I me like you know what to do though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just I feels bad. I, but that's, yeah, that's I want to I want to try out I want to try out your deck because I I definitely wanted to try this. Um, Something like this, because despite it's very popular online, I think paper metagame is always a little bit slower to adapt. So if this is like very good and extremely good, and again, what what you submitted to mocks, uh, playoff, then I, sorry, showcase challenge, then I want to try it too. Yeah, I mean, if you play, I will gladly help you. But keep in mind, if this doesn't work, scam is a a good deck for you to play. Also, about the mutant thing, the way you can say it is like. Obviously, when you play a fair game with a scam, you're going to lose more often than you win. But that makes sense, right? Because you have these turn one scam games that win a lot, and your deck doesn't have an 80% win rate. Like, if the deck had a great win rate, it would be banned. So, obviously, whenever you don't scam, you don't have a great win rate. That's fine. Like, that's 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 how it's supposed to work. Like, you're trying to scram, like, to scrap for some wins playing the Matrix deck. It's not like... You know, like you expected to win all of those games. You're playing Mortet against Scam, and you play a long game. You're gonna be behind. Like it's you should not feel bad. That's what I'm saying. Like it's totally. I mean, totally fine to feel bad because you're losing long games or whatever with a fair deck. But that's. I think the Scam is more like a combo mid range deck, where if your combo doesn't work, you just play mid range. But obviously, you're gonna draw like these combo pieces late in the game, and they're gonna be bad. Yeah. No, I mean, I definitely consider Scam is that. I already played a couple of events with Scam. I like to uh, diversify again. This is not the uh, most important tournament ever. And um, I'll, uh, I, I definitely want to explore uh, some more with this archetype. But I'll be, they're going to have coverage. It's going to be on Saturday. Uh, it's going to start in the, in the morning. So you can, you can enjoy. I think that their coverage is good. Their coverage is very good. Let us know in the Discord if you're going to get featured. 
Yeah. So we can you can we can just follow. And if you're lucky, we lucky enough. If we win enough, someone might make make a meme of you, meme of you. Yeah. Saying hello to the camera. Carnies Discord that you can join with patreon.com slash carnies. That's why you're a nice, a nice little uh, flag there. All right, Javier. So we were supposed to talk also about Pioneer, but what if, I tell you, what if we skip to, we skip, we skip to Legacy because Anthony isn't here and we talk about Legacy more. I mean, Anthony isn't here, so he cannot protest about that. What can I say? Yeah. Uh, Do you agree? Yeah, I agree. I actually, well, yeah. just briefly, I played Phoenix in my Pioneer event and I actually okay. enjoyed the games a lot. I punted one match away and was not happy about that, but I had some fun. So even though I rushed yeah. it a little bit Pioneer, I had some fun playing Pioneer that's the weekend. I think, I don't know, Magic is just fun. I think Pioneer is probably the worst constructed, but it's still good. I know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, going to say. The, the topic is a lot of the good names. Winner is Jabberwocky on Rack the Scam. Uh, second place, we have uh, Chichajire on Not Rack the Scam. Book. Wrong format, Mango. Sorry. What did I say? Rack the, the Scam. <laughs> oh, I meant to say Sacrifice. All right, Rack the Sacrifice won the Pioneer thing. A, a couple of uh, just just decks in the top eight. You have Voice Provoke, uh, Willy Edel on uh, the mid-range side of Rakdos. We have this Bono Black deck with Invoke Despair by Cetaline. We have in the top four two a Gruul deck, one by Marolanzi and one by McQueen Sauce. And then we have Mono White, and finally, at least one copy of Blue Red Phoenix by Mental Misstep. Mental Misstep, the Mox expert. All right, Legacy. <laughs> Legacy, okay. So we have uh, a lot of Merktides, as always. Um, one is the classic, the one that won on Saturday by Blue Black. Um, actually, it's not, it's great. Grixis, it's Grixis. Uh, Blue Red Splash Orcs. Yeah. Uh, by the way, there is the mocks, uh, legacy mocks, are, uh, this weekend. Are you going to play? Yeah, I am. Nice. Are you going to play the Cephalid Breakfast that Top hated on Sunday? No. no. I don't want to play the deck. I want to play Ford Color Pile. All right. But did, did realistically, yeah, I saw it. Uh, yeah. But realistically, I'm probably going to play uh, that one. But yeah. yeah. Angelo Cadet, a uh, very good talent player, uh, won on Sunday. Uh, he said that they, they, they tried a lot of different versions and at the end the one they liked the most the 60 cards no up the beanstalk honestly I think up the beanstalk is probably better than ring in legacy 2 but a part of me was just hoping for wiki to play a tournament so I could copy his decks because last time I did that mm. it worked perfectly for me so it's good to see him doing the work now so I can copy his deck again and maybe you know oh you, <laughs> once again he has a once again he has a triumph are you gonna make that only one change uh, no. <laughs> Alright, so let's tell the story. So have your mad deck to uh, wiki changing one card, the triumph. And, I never and touch a card after four, that. Sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, a four carpet, four carpet of flower in the sideboard in sixty cards. Yeah, for me the thing is, if you're gonna play binding, so I tried the the beanstalk cards. If I play binding, maybe beanstalk is good enough, but maybe not. I mean. It's hard. I'll just leave that to the experts because if I cannot crack the code, I will just play Delver, probably like more. Maybe not Delver, more more decks like Fair Tempo because that's what I play the best, and also you know they're less stressful to play because control is a little bit. You have to play fast and. Yeah. By the way, this deck is zero basically. Oh no, one island. Okay, never mind. That's one, one all you need. Island. One island. That's how you that's cast all the hydroblasts. Yeah, one left from the loam, so you just get the. The Only deck. seven fetch lands, by the way. That's very interesting. Like that's a big part. But you have big cost. You have three. Yeah. You have three Lorien revealed. Yeah, but they don't get fetch. back with loam, so that's an issue. Yeah, but you have uh, two wastelands too. You yeah, I know, I know. But like opponent. you know, the sixty cards has some issues. It's very hard to build legacy decks now. There's also like more of the decks, so we can see more of the decks, Mango, because there, there's another one that I, I would like to comment. Which one? Uh, there's a Timur Delver, right? From Timur Delver yeah. by Juju Bean. From the Bean. Yeah, fourth place on Saturday. Juju Bean played uh, four copies of Questing Druid. Uh, Questing Druid is a uh, new card, so new card hype. Uh, it's good. It's good. Questing Druid. I, I I've tried it in um, in Timurk Tide in Legacy in Modern. Uh, it's one of the things that's very good. So uh, for those of you who don't know what this does, it's a, a Quirin Dryad on the front side and the um, 
Adventure is basically reckless simple, so you exile two cards and you can cast them, but until you are next 10 steps, so it's not like the next turn, just like the Vren's Resolve and Reckless Impulse, but this is an instant. So what you're gonna do most of the time is pass, and your opponent turn, play the Seek the Beast, and then in your turn you can play like the two cards. And I have found this card to be a little clunky in modern because you don't have too much card selection, because I like, consider and preordain don't help this card, whereas Ponder and Brainstorm do. So but I also Force think of Will, that's... right? It's good with Counterspells as well here. Oh, because you don't have mana. Okay, yeah. Because I, I feel like this card is is good with cantrips. Because like sometimes you use cantrips, sorry, you use card draw to go deeper. So let's say you have expressive iteration and brainstorm, you want to play iteration first and then brainstorm to see six cards. Whereas with this, I think it's okay to play cantrip first and then this to guarantee the two for one. So again, special iteration is bandy legacy. So you might play this as a source of card advantage engine rather than just going deep because you play brainstorm and then you play this because you know that the top two cards that you put are gonna be like land and whatever, Mishra's Bubble or, you know, Lightning Bolt if your opponent has a creature, and then you just get your two for one, actually three for one, because you end up casting this thing as well. So I feel like Questing Druid is very good, in like much better in Legacy than in Modern and Pioneer or whatnot. Yeah, I mean, this egg just seems good, right? I mean, obviously the orcs are gonna be an issue, but this deck might just be better than the Greeks' one, honestly. Yeah, so you're playing uh, Seal of Removal as well to help the uh, Delirium of uh, the RC, and I guess you can bounce your own Questing Droids for some more card advantage. Uh, you have, uh, yeah, Delver deck. I mean, I wonder if you should just cut on Delver once again, right? That's this is the inevitable. Yeah, and I wonder if you can also thing. double splash. I guess it's too much, but like this feels like this cool half an orc problem, but other than that, this deck just seems great. It has. You know, the classic Delver situation where it has tempo plays, but also like Force of Will and Question Druid. Like, this deck looks good. If Question Druid is as good as it looks, you know, Question Druid could be almost as good as Iteration in this deck. If that's yeah. the case, that's that's pretty good. I feel. You know, Blue Red was a good deck. Yeah, I feel that uh, whenever I play my Blue Black Scam, I'm happy to play against three color Delver decks because. The fact that I am only two colors, I'm sometimes able to wasteland them. Although, if you look at this deck, actually, it's not. You only have, you are only two colors. Like the green is only for questing. Yeah, exactly. Like, like this particular, this is a blue red deck that's splashing for iteration. Like, I don't know. This looks good. I think that's a good idea, and I will try to maybe cut some devers to have some more like cars that are good against the orcs, probably like fire eyes or challenging. I don't know bolts like. Like, I think the issue in this deck is they play Orc and you don't kill it, your deck doesn't function much, right? But that's a problem. Well, Questing Druid doesn't draw cards. True, so true, but you have to kill the Orc. You can cast. Yeah, no, no, you can cast the Druid, but you have to kill the Orc. Like, also, if you play Maybe the Druid you... itself, you're going to die to the Orc also. Uh, I'm sure you can play in a way where you don't, like, you, have a, you hold a Brainstorm or things like that. Yeah, but it's risky. I mean, I'm just saying, like, this deck definitely could suffer against Orc. And I don't know if there's anything you can do about it, but that's the only thing. Yeah. Yeah, there's um, there's a couple of more uh, Merc-type decks, and, but all of them have the uh, just Grixis. Like, there's three Grixis Delver in the two top eights, uh, and zero blue-black. I, I believe that blue-black is better, but again, this is my opinion, and I like... Uh, I just I just I just enjoy playing a reanimate grief. Well, blue black is gonna be better for like combo in the mirror. And it's gonna be worse against the rest of the deck, right? Like like eight cast or whatever. Like this deck has to be better against those. I will say so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so I mean, those are very appealing to me. Those are the ones that I'm ultimately more like more likely to play, like both in the mocks and in the the eternal weekend or whatever. Mm -hmm. Those are the decks I like the yes, most, yeah. but it's, yeah, you know, yeah, we'll we can see. work on the uh, after this weekend when I return from Sofia. I'm gonna focus on Legacy and Vintage because of the Eternal Weekend. Uh, we'll definitely be working on the Questing Druid decks. Okay, do you want to wrap it up? Sure. I mean, we can wrap it up. Uh, it's been a good talk, and I think we didn't miss anything. But just, just if you want to say something. 
before Anthony comes back, it's your opportunity, though. I know you sometimes like to do those things, so, you know, it's, take your uh, chance. I think I've said anything I wanted to do. I talked about MPG Finance. We talked about Legacy. We didn't talk about Popper, but if you're interested in Popper, definitely check out uh, Gavin's talk. Like, he has, like, a, a seven-minute video about uh, the, the format of the state of the format. Uh, you know, no bands uh, appeared. Uh, what do they think about the various downshift? And I think Anthony can listen to everything else we're saying. Yeah, I just want to play now. You know, like I, this is this effect. Where I ha like, like whenever we do the podcast and we end the podcast, I just want to play Magic. I don't know if this happens to you as well, but mm. that's something. You know, like we talk so much about Magic, then I'm just like, I just want to try these decks we've been talking about. Like, I just want to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, I need to. I need. I need to. I need to do some work. I got. Uh, some deadlines this weekend for Shana Farble, and in two days I have to leave for Sofia, and I returned basically this morning. Uh, so it's gonna be some hard days, but honestly, this is what I like to do. I like to travel a lot so that I'm very full when I when I'm here, and then just never get bored and either either travel or you know work a lot. And yeah, this is kind of how I like to do. Well, things. I hope you have good luck in Sofia, and I hope you take the trophy home. And if not, I you know expect to have to see some good uh, foot pictures and foot pictures or yeah. pictures with booster boxes to play inside. Both lands. even also, yeah, uh, is, yeah. I'm gonna bring my Demir Legacy deck uh, in case I don't do well in modern. I'm gonna play some Legacy. Hopefully, there's gonna be. If you're listening to this and you want and you come to the LMS Sofia, make sure to bring a Legacy deck for the side events because sometimes they don't fire. I believe you also tried in Valencia. So there's not that many uh, legacy oh, true, legacy players true. to fire those. But I it, it did fire in Valencia at the end, though. It wasn't small, but fire. Oh, the Sunday one. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So, yep, that's it for today. Thanks for listening, everyone. And yeah, good luck to Mango. And we'll be back next week with, you know, Anthony, presumably. <laughs> yeah, oh, and remember, if you're interested in Standard Golgari, there's going to be a special episode coming out. So, yep. Keep... Get ready for that. Next. Bye. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye.